very well. I think it's just about cold. Uh, I've not tested positive for COVID, which is good. Uh, so my voice is a bit strange and I'm quite lacking in energy. But um, I'm well enough to be sitting doing this, albeit a bit late in the day. Uh, so if you can just bear with me, uh, um, being the consummate professional that I am uh, known for being, uh, welcome to episode 166 of Mr. Bird Pods. Yeah, um, I went out, I had a lovely day on Saturday, more of which later, and then I, I've had a little bit of a cough and then felt awful, that just horrible feeling you get when you're not well on Saturday night, and then got this retching cough, which almost was stopping breathing at some point, it was just horrible, I was sort of half retching and half coughing, and um, spent a lot of yesterday dramatically in bed. Uh, and made an effort to get up this morning because I thought I can't just lie around in bed again today. So I'm feeling all right. I'm just a bit below par, uh, and I'm trying. I've cancelled going into work tonight, which is just a pain because I don't get paid sick pay because it's a zero hours contract. Um, but I can't. <coughs> okay, I'll edit the rest of those out, but you get the idea. I can't be doing that in an auditorium, which is what I was, um, voted for this evening. So, um, yes, so no running this morning, no yoga. Um, I've just been sitting doing lots of emails. For those of you who don't know, uh, Darren, one of my best, best friends, has a theatre company. He's a therapist and a theatre company owner. He also thinks he can direct and act. Jury's out on that one and uh, actually thinks he can organise and communicate, and I think the jury's out on that as well. But um, he and his company did a show two years ago in Felling in near Gateshead, which is a very deprived area. Uh, the show was in and around a church called Passion for the Planet, sort of promenade performance based around the creation stories of various religions and leading into... Um, care for the planet and the problems that we are now facing with global boiling as it's called so uh they did another one last different show last year and they are returning to woking no they're not now i'm obsessed with the fact that i'm going to woking i'm not i'm going to dorking they are doing uh it again in dorking it, in the last week of october uh in the quakers meeting house there and uh, Dorking's the hometown at the moment of the writer. And Darren asked me to company stage manager, which I've said yes. So we've got uh, this and next week, possibly Mr. Burt, and then I'll disappear until November. So I've started uh, tentatively dealing with emails and stuff as much as I can before I go away uh, and then not feeling well. And so that's where I am. So at the moment, I am doing preliminary uh, work on it, not too much because the pay bit of it hasn't started yet till I get to docking next week. Um, I am staying with two sets of people who are none of whom I know. Uh, I do know the first couple have a dog, so I'm very, very excited about that. Uh, and uh, I've never stayed away from home for such a long time so it's going to be a month so I might try and get back some weekends 
maybe just to grab some cooked food because I'm going to be in someone else's house uh, and obviously I can't I don't want to take over kitchen and bathroom and stuff and I'm not a cook for myself I'm fine batch cooking uh, at a weekend and getting our meals ready that we then just eat microwave by day but I'm not Oh, and I'm a cook by recipe. I'm not a cook by um, spontaneity. So um, I'm a bit twitchy about having to cook just for myself because I don't have a repertoire of recipes. So what I might do is try and come home for a couple of days or just a night, uh, get someone to do some cooking for me and then bring that back. Uh, but we'll see. I can't think about it too much at the moment because I'm just not feeling well and then I just start feeling overwhelmed. Yeah, so I'm just dealing with some emails, contracts, and some bits and bobs. That's all that. I'm also busy emailing. Uh, I do love an email. I'm trying to sorting my emails out, actually, because uh, I've got so many of them, and I've got more subfolders that I can shake a stick at. So uh, I've been trying to sort it all out, and then I ended up putting a load of really important emails into my junk, uh, and then... Uh, got into a mood but I think I've sorted that out uh, I'll have to say I do get overwhelmed by life quite easily but one thing that really does overwhelm me is emails oh and talking of which being overwhelmed I also get overwhelmed by whatsapp groups now last week uh, because I managed to delete all my permanently delete uh, it is possible to delete them not permanently but I did delete everything permanently uh, all my WhatsApp history chats, I because uh, it actually takes me ages to um, send individual notifications of this uh, new broadcast when it drops every Monday. I just sent a group WhatsApp um, message out, completely forgetting that that's not like doing a group email when you just send an email out to a load of people. It forms a WhatsApp group and then everyone gets stuck in the WhatsApp group. Now, some of you are very happy in the WhatsApp group and some of you aren't, and that's absolutely fine because I can't stand WhatsApp groups. It's just much easier for me if I can just uh, send one text to the group and then you know that the uh, the episode is out. Some of you have left it, which is fine. So um, unless you tell me otherwise, uh, you can subscribe, uh, which will remind you um, that the new episode is out. I will individually uh, WhatsApp you a reminder. Um, yeah, so that's that. So apologies to anybody I annoyed about that because I would have been very annoyed if um, a new WhatsApp group had landed in my inbox that I'd had no warning about. Um, where was I? I have no idea where I was. So anyway, uh, yes, yeah, so I have, I'm just finishing uh, the deal sort of on my next job which is back in the so the current production i didn't get work on in the theater that i uh, am happiest working in so i've moved front of house selling ice creams oh if you lot want to chat in the whatsapp group that's fine anyone that's happy chatting in whatsapp group go ahead uh, absolutely no problem with me uh yeah selling ice creams and then um actually working really really hard I worked so hard last week for 10 quid an hour or something it's absolutely ridiculous um it's probably why i got ill and um so i'm doing that i did that last week i'm doing it a bit this week 
and then I'm in Dorking till the end of October and then I've been uh, I'm just uh, sealing up the deal on the following show which starts in November which I've got a job on which is lovely and it's a comedy thank goodness I haven't done a comedy for ages um, and even better it's got dogs in it I'm very very excited because it's got dogs in it so I'm um, not sure there's either two or three so much excitement there so I've got a job and that's nice that takes me into the new year so that's more emails and everybody I'm emailing at the moment seems to have the same name I'm also finally getting on to the mystery of the damp patch on the ceiling downstairs so I've got someone who's going to come in uh, all being well in November to rip up our floorboards and find out what is the causing the damp patches on the ceiling in the downstairs flat which has been going on for years and years and years and which uh, was believed to be a wean cat and uh, we now know it isn't a wean cat because we don't have a cat um i don't want to go into that it's just too stressful thinking about it talking of cats we are on the verge no we're not on the verge but we're possibly getting another cat so um He's been on the cards in the background for a while. He's a rescue, huge, great ginger thing uh, called Schofield, not named after Philip Schofield. He's named after a character on a show I've never watched called Prison Break. Um, basically, when he was found, he was, I think, about three, about a year or so ago, with his eye hanging out and in a real state. So he's had his eye removed uh, and stitched up really beautifully so he's got one eye uh, and he was so uh, panicky he kept breaking free uh, of his little compound at the cattery where he was rescued where they were looking after it so um which is the cattery which is now closed down but which is which is all the place that's always looked over after our cats so um okay um so he's called Schofield. So if if we got him, um, we change his name because uh, I don't want everyone thinking he's called Philip Schofield. Um, he's a big boy. I think he's about seven kilograms. Um, the last time I saw him, which was quite some time back, he was being bullied and he was quite timid. But I went round to the cattery uh, for lunch. I'm sure they just got me around to get me to look at him. Uh, anyway, Schofield was produced from the cattery pens and um, because we were in the old reception area, there's a carpet on the floor and he just goes mad for uh, being on a different surface. So this timid little cat is now so friendly, rolling around on the carpet, having his tummy rubbed. Um, he likes his back being uh, stroked really hard. He likes a good scratch around the top of his bum, base of his tail. Um, he's just learned how to purr. Um, he cleans his bottom every Sunday. Um, he's just gorgeous. He's really, really lovely. And as I was the only one that seen him, so um, obviously somebody else has to see him. But somebody else did mention the fact that they've always wanted Schofield. They wanted Schofield from the minute they saw him, which I didn't know. So um, we're just having to think about it, think putting our sort of frame of minds into having a cat again. So it, if we got him, it would be in November. But he's only four. I actually thought he was about 14, uh, but he's only four. So um, there's he ticks, basically, he ticks all the boxes. 
there's nothing uh, there's nothing sort of difficult about him. Uh, never had a male cat before. Obviously, uh, I do know two people who have got big, softy male ginger toms, um, who are both lovely. Uh, so that would be completely new because we've always had arsy little uh, female madams, uh, three of them. So um, one of whom used to be all over the floor, and that's why we thought uh, the weed was going through to the flat below. But now we know it wasn't. So um, that's big news on the cat front. Uh, so the next move is uh, someone else to go and see him and uh, and we'll decide what's whether we're going to take him or not. Um, yes, so... Oh, I just feel so crap. Um, my week... Obviously some of you are very excited to know about the ice cream selling. Um, so basically front of house is really, really hard work. Um, I can't tell you how hard it is, partly because this particular production has uh, special requirements of uh, keeping the noise down as much as possible all around the auditorium and any disturbances in the auditorium to a minimum. So uh, it's a military operation getting latecomers in. Uh, in my previous job, I was responsible for radioing through the latecomers standby and the latecomers go. And I was always very blasé about that and used to sometimes forget to do it. Um, I've now seen what uh, actually happens to get latecomers in because, of course, I forgot that not all latecomers just get shuffled into the uh, stalls. The latecomers are on all levels, uh, all parts of the auditorium, and the lights are down when you take them in so you can't see the uh, letters at the end of the rows. It's an absolute nightmare trying to get them in. And these, for this particular uh, production, they just have to be got in as fast as possible and the front of house have to get out as fast as possible. Um, and I just, and the first time I did it, I just got two really lovely women, uh, got them in completely the wrong seats, but um, they were actually a bit upgraded from what they booked and they were seats and no one turned up, so it was fine. And generally people are lovely about, um, they, you know, they're very understanding about uh, not being let in, there's a TV that they can watch the thing on, and uh, a lot of people have just been really grateful that we, you know, we do let them in um at a certain point so that's been fine so that was one job so that's the auditorium job uh, that also involves selling programs and having a nervous breakdown about ice creams now i'm not good with more than one thing in my hands and for uh the auditorium shift i have to have a bag a sort of tote bag over my shoulder with programs in um, I then have to carry and show two programs advertising them, a laminated piece of card that has information about ice cream on because people can come to me, ask for an ice cream. I then uh, log that on an iPad, which I'm also holding. Um, I also have to log any uh, programs I sell. Uh, the iPad then sends a message to someone else in the building and a ice cream is produced. Uh, so I don't have a tray of ice creams around my neck. They magically appear from somewhere else. And I also have to have a credit card machine. So um, I was absolutely having a nervous breakdown because I just couldn't cope holding all these things. Fortunately, no one asked me for an ice cream. And I think they're going to stop doing that because there's no interval in the show. And uh, I don't think anyone's much interested in ice creams. I did get to see the show from a not very good angle in a very uncomfortable seat. 
uh, and that was all fine. So other things I've been doing, I've been doing access, that's helping people who have access needs, which can be anything from somebody being in a wheelchair to somebody saying uh, it's non-specific. Um, they might need to be near an aisle, they might be partially sighted, they might need help with the hearing system, um, they might just be uh, have trouble with stairs, it's, it's all sorts of things. And that's actually a really nice job. Um, it's the manic last 10 minutes which is just so frantic getting trying to get everybody in on time uh, i've been doing doors which is basically standing at the front of the theater zapping uh, people's tickets which of course is highly problematic because everybody has their ticket now on a phone uh, some people can't myself included when i go to the theater can't get the ticket up my zapper doesn't always zap sometimes i have it on the wrong setting which is why it's not zapping sometimes i've managed to disconnect the system completely without realizing it um, so that's all fun and there's a whole spiel to go through with the audience because they're not allowed to, uh, it's because of the lack of guarantee of uh, being able to go back in if they come out and there's no interval and all that and the other. What else have I been doing? Uh, the only thing I don't do is bars because I haven't had bar training and I wouldn't do a bar if you paid me a million pounds. Um, what else? Uh, I've done stock room. They're the people that magically magic up the ice creams. So you get a little ticket gets printed out through a machine uh, saying what somebody in D13 of the upper circles ordered, whatever. And then you have to uh, trot off to them and hand it to them in their seat. Uh, it's not my favorite job. Um, I think that's it. But but added to that, you, there's all sorts of other things to do. You've just got to be flexible. You've got to be, you know, you've got to be aware that supervisors will tell you to do something else whenever it's necessary. There's priorities. Um, the other main job is drying glass, is collecting glasses and drying them after they've been washed at the end of the show. So a lot of time is spent drying glasses. Um, and then, of course, you don't do anything for quite a long time because when the play is on. So it's one of those jobs I don't really like because it goes from manic to boredom to manic to boredom. Um, I, I prefer things to be sort of steady at whatever level. But um, it's fine. Um, but it's really, really hard work. And I think I'm really tired. And, of course, working front of house, I've just come into contact with so many different people. Uh, the fact that I've got a lurky is absolutely no surprise whatsoever. I have to say, I've had no trouble with any of the customers. They've all been absolutely lovely, the audience. Um, and that's, yes, that's fine. Yeah, it's just the holding lots of things in my hands that's uh, the main problem. But I've been told I'm doing a grand job. In fact, one supervisor said I was amazing. So I'll just repeat that. I was amazing. So there we go. Do you know, I'm looking at my diary and I've actually written for the day in October that I'm going off to Dorking. I've actually written Woking. <sighs> I'm obsessed with Woking. I think I might have said last week I did actually have to go to Woking once. Or was it Dorking? One of the No, I had to go to Dorking once to collect something that I'd ordered from an auction. And I still went to um, Waterloo Station and put my money into the ticket machine and bought a ticket for Woking. And then I had to go and change it at the um, uh, the uh, with the ticket person window, and he just thought I was a complete idiot, which I was. What else is there? And then I had a lovely day before I got ill on Saturday because, um, so 
Uh, went to see Pygmalion at the Old Vic. Had an absolutely lovely time because I've got three friends working on it. Uh, none of them had met each other before. So um, seeing them all together was uh, quite strange, but very lovely. Um, I did actually go because I'd heard the wigs were fantastic in this production and I was very disappointed to find that there were no wigs in it. Um, so uh, if anyone can get to Pygmalion at the Old Vic, I thoroughly recommend it. Uh, it's with Bertie Carvel and Patsy Farron uh, and a fantastic supporting cast. Um, it's a Richard Jones directed production, which means uh, it has a certain look to it, which Richard Jones tends to do if no one has seen any of his previous things. Um, so it's quite modern to look at uh, and non-realistic. I absolutely love it. I was completely unprepared for how funny it was. It's about class and aspirations and responsibilities. And uh, it's a political play, but it's very, very funny. Um, and I I just loved it. I smiled all the way through the first half and was engrossed all the way through the second half. Um, some people probably won't like the staging of it, but, you know, that's fine. The performances are great. So uh, I can really, really recommend that. Um, I think I'm going to leave it because my voice is getting a bit hoarse. So uh, I will endeavour to do a Mr. Burt next Monday, although it's the day before I go to Woking. Um, I'll do what I can. Please bear with me. And uh, at worst, I'll be back here uh, probably on the 6th. Of this of November. Okay, uh, and everybody take care, please, and uh, thank you for listening.